Hello and welcome into the 101st episode of the Esports Network podcast in partnership with Reuters. As always, I'm your host, Mitch Dreams, and today we have yet another illustrious guest, one of Fortnite's biggest stars. Aiden Conrad, known for most of his career as Ghost Aiden, he's now a free agent as of April. He qualified for the World Cup, is considered one of the best controller players in all of Fortnite, and has consistently placed highly throughout its history of Fortnite esports. He's also got a reputation for being a damn good guy. From finding success in Fortnite, he paid off his mom's student loans, and this past week he did a charity stream, which had him play a game called Shave the Day for St. Baldrick's Foundation to fund research into combating childhood cancer. Aiden, thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you having me. Really excited to talk to Aiden. We're going to start with this charity stream. It's awesome for you to use your platform to give back. Shave the Day is a free mobile game available on iOS and Android from Shig Extreme and Playcrafting, where players can download, and the further they go, the more money is donated to St. Baldrick's. Aiden, what's your high score so far? Um, My highest score, I think I got like 1,207. I think that was my highest, somewhere around there. 1,200. That's awesome. Has your community been trying to, to one-up you? Um... Yeah, so I basically I while I'm streaming it, I um I make like a little challenge for my stream and I I basically made it to where if anybody gets a higher score than me or if anybody gets first place on the leaderboard, I'll actually follow them on Twitter. So I've had multiple people uh break the record over and over. Um and I've had to follow a couple of people on Twitter, but it's it's a it's a really fun game for charity man and it's it's even fun to compete because it's got a little leaderboard on it. That's awesome. A little competitive nature there, and it's all for a good mm-hmm. cause. So, yeah. what did you raise so far? Um, so our first stream we raised, I think a thousand. I th- I'm just gonna say a thousand to be sure. It was like a thousand and seven dollars. Um, so uh, it's definitely definitely nice to you know raise any money. Um, I'm proud of that. So we're at a thousand right now. Yeah, all money raised for charity is a great thing, and this will be continuing throughout next week culminating on Wednesday when you have an appointment for a little bit of a haircut. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I will be shaving the head. Shaving the head straight off. That's a, that's a tough one. You've got some nice hair. That's got to be a little bit of a tough choice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, You know, quarantine's here. My hair is growing out a little bit. It's honestly, it's just perfect time, you know, for a nice little refresher. My dad is, uh, my dad's also bald. So um, I'm sure he'll, he'll really appreciate it. And we could kind of be the duo. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The bald Conrad duo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, but what better time than winning quarantine with summer coming up? It's time to time to let the scalp shine. I agree. It's gonna be it's gonna feel good, man. You know, when you get that usually when you get your hair cut short, it just feels good, you know, to rub it, be outside. Bald man, it's gonna be it's gonna be another level. I'm gonna be touching my head and be like, oh, forgot that's not there, but it's gonna feel good. It's gonna be a nice little refresher. Yeah, trying to fix the hair. I wonder how the headphones are gonna feel. I feel like that would, would be mm. interesting a bald head. That's true. Yeah, my my headset kind of rests on my hair right now. I wonder how that's gonna be. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in the exact same way. You know, you're a guy who's who's given back, and especially as you've achieved success, you're only 20 years old. But as you've had success, you've been giving back consistently. Why do you think it's really important for people that have found success like you have to help give back wherever they can, especially in times like this? Yeah. Um. I feel like, man, once you're just 
it, it's kind of hard not to give back once you're given so much. I mean, being a streamer or a YouTuber, really, like, you can't really, like, I don't know. It's just hard. Like, pe people, basically, your fans just give you everything, man. And it's like, it's like so many people grind, but, you know, they might not, they might not give what you have. So I try to really, like, just take it for what it is, man. And I try to give back as much as I can. I think it's I think it's very important that you know people with like that that are able to do that um you know that have the money to you know donate to charity or run charity streams I think it's awesome man and the fact that like it's kind of integrated in a game you know it's not like I'm just like oh donate here just for charity and it's like and that's it you know we got a cool little game here it's where you know these people can compete and do it for a good cause and it just makes it a lot easier to promote so i'm very thankful for that and i'm thankful for my community that uh they're here supporting me through this charity stream yeah it's awesome when you have a game like this one where it's a it's a brand like shit coming in and it goes to a good cause it brings in good streamers it's uh, mm -hmm. it's a great charity combination bringing all these people together yeah. again for a good cause it's awesome to see from the gaming community yeah i agree so let's switch gears a little bit and talk a bit of Battle Royale. It's a really interesting time in the Battle Royale space. At, when is it not, honestly? During Fortnite's time on top of the Battle Royale genre, there have been plenty of competitors to the game. you got Apex Legends, Call of Duty Blackout, uh, that one game that paid Ninja to stream where you could get turned into a chicken. I, I don't oh, know. Um... Man, uh, I know what you're talking about too, you know but I can't remember. About, right? it yeah, like it was pretty big. It was it was big for a little bit. They ran like a tournament on it before. I oh it, uh, Realm Realm Royale Realm Realm Royale. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I never even tried it. I'm actually kind of sad while 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 it had its little shine. I never played it either, but I remember like that one week period where it's like Ninja Lupo Tim and all these different streamers are all playing. This random battle royale where you can get turned into a chicken. I was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> That's funny. And now the new competitor is Warzone. But even mm -hmm. yesterday, I was on Twitch, and it's Warzone Wednesdays. Tons of big streamers are playing the game right now. I know you've been playing a little bit recently. But Fortnite still has about 30k, 40k more viewers, as far as I was, I could tell throughout the day. What's mm -hmm. it going to take for a new battle royale to unseat Fortnite from that top spot? Mm. Um, that's a good one. Um, I think that Fortnite is, I made this tweet actually like two days ago. I think that Fortnite, in my opinion, is the best game ever made. Um, not only is it super, super unique. I mean, just the building aspect. I don't think we've ever seen that in a game before, but on top of that, um, they've done one of the biggest prize pool tournaments. They, they, they've brought, um, you know, actors and, um, like NFL, NBA players, they just brought the the real world into the game. Dances, like like the fact that my grandparents and my and my parents and my family knows what Fortnite is is kind of crazy. Like you don't really see that with a lot of games. Like if, you know, if you ask your grandparents, "Oh, do you know this game?" They you would assume they don't know, but Fortnite, they definitely know. Um, so Fortnite's just very they're very for the people, they're very mainstream, uh, they're very up to date with like hip dances and just. The real world and i think that's something uh that fortnite does very well i think warzone is new they haven't had enough time to i feel like it's mostly gameplay right now you know there's not there's not really like any call of duty hosted tournaments or 
anything big like that or like like i guess like dances in the game like they could definitely up their cosmetics maybe to like like partner up with someone and get get a cool cosmetic like a cool skin they could start doing that kind of stuff that's another thing as well fortnite has some insane skins you you guys saw the uh the travis scott in-game concert they had just little things like that man add on and make people feel more attached to the game i think 100 percent. fortnite's art style does a great job of being semi-realistic but also allows for shit like a travis scott psychedelic concert experience Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it really does it really plays that balance very nicely between a fantasy world where you can have all these crazy skins and these unique things while still being rooted in some semblance of reality with houses with human characters uh with normal third person controls Mm -hmm. it's right at that balance and the way they've brought in things like the travis scott concert they brought in marvel activations uh, bringing in the Jordan brand at one point is yeah. really unique in the gaming world. I agree. Star Wars, Batman, right. Harley Quinn. I mean, there you can go on forever, man. It's it's insane. And I would have never thought that there would be all of this when I, back when I first started playing Fortnite. I mean, I never would have thought. Never, never in a year, like million years. Crazy. I'm proud. Of, I'm happy for them though, man, because. This is what people need. This is something, like I said, that's never been done. And that's why Fortnite is as big as it is right now. Even though it's it's kind of not as big as it was, but it's still, I would say, if you ran a tournament, if you, if you ran a big tournament on it, I think it would have the most viewers out of, out of the other games, but I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, League of Legends is the only one yeah. that, that drives. Yeah, League, League, exactly, yeah. But it's, you're right, and I think... The argument for the greatest game is, you know, it depends on what factors you want to use. But what Fortnite and what Epic Games has done is turn the game into way more than just a video game. It's a cultural experience, the way you can watch events within it, the way brands are being brought in and activations. It's a part of pop culture to the point that other games just haven't quite reached because they're very insulated in their own world. So to your point, if that's the metric you want to use, I would agree that Fortnite is the greatest game ever at combining real world aspects and branching mm-hmm. out into the physical world i don't think any game's ever done it better i agree right with you interesting so when we talk about warzone a little bit i know you've been playing what makes this game so popular ton of momentum behind it the cdl's just added in a warzone weekend from your perspective as a battle royale expert one of the best battle royale players what makes this game so fun so this game really hits for me because I was originally a COD player before Fortnite, so I kind of get that old COD feeling on top of a um, Battle Royale. There was Blackout before. I don't think I liked Blackout as much um, because of the time to kill. I, I, I think the time to kill in Warzone is great. You you know, you have your shields that, that give you a little bit extra protection, but at the end of the day, like it's not taking a whole five seconds to kill somebody. Um, which I really like. I, I love the time to kill it in uh, Warzone. I think it's great. Um, I love the addition of the bounties. Uh, I, I love the addition, like the the buy carts. I don't. I didn't play Blackout that much, so I'm not too sure what was in there. But I love that you can make a custom class. Um, you know, you can you can try different guns. You can use the sweatiest guns, but I, I, I recently I've been using some more like fun guns and just I don't know, just getting your 
getting your loadout, getting your custom class, and just going around killing people with your friends, man. It's just it's just a really good vibe, um, and it just brings back that old COD vibe. So I'm loving it. It's a good point on the custom guns, the custom loadout. And I, I didn't play a ton of Blackout either. I was I was too big into Fortnite at the time, but I didn't feel like it had quite as much customization as Fortnite offered. And you know, especially when you're playing with your friends, sometimes you just want to meme around. You want to do some rocket riding. You want to do things like that. And I think Warzone has added in a couple more of the the funny aspects of Battle Royale that Fortnite did so well and made Fortnite a game that you could play for hours on end with your friends. Yeah, I agree. And I think Warzone has done um, a great job. Kind of, I think, I don't know if Blackout had a shop before, but I know Warzone's starting to get more into like shop cosmetics and I love it. I, I think I've spent probably probably 60 to 100 dollars on the game already just just getting little cosmetics skins you know a, a character that i can use um they just added like vehicle skins now little things like that i think they have taken you know no, note from fortnite and um i'm excited to see what warzone has planned for the future it's one of my favorite changes in the video game world recently and fortnite was a big reason why is the free-to-play game with cosmetics as the the way to make money it i just love it so much more to give people a chance to play the game and i feel so much better slowly giving them some money for skins i want as i continue to play the game than having to put 60 bucks down up front and hoping i like right. the game afterwards yeah i completely agree yeah it's kind of crazy that you would think that a free-to-play game is the way to make money but i feel like even these mobile games, like for example, I play Clash Royale. I've 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 probably spent two hundred dollars on that, three hundred dollars. I'm not sure. Um, you know, it's 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 crazy. Fortnite, all these League of Legends, all free free to play games, and you know, those are the ones that are doing the best. You get you get an opportunity to play it, and just I think that's just the way to go right now, man. Um, one thing I am kind of thinking about though is where is Warzone gonna go? when the new cod comes out because call of duty brings out a new call of duty every year so are they gonna you know are they gonna make another battle royale which i i honestly doubt uh, i think they're gonna leave you know that on uh modern warfare and i guess you're just gonna have to go uh be between the two games but i wonder if that's gonna be good or bad for them that's a great question and you know call of duty's been the lone holdout in this game that costs 60 bucks every single year and every single year it sells like crazy. It's almost always the the most sold uh, video game of the year. The only times it's mm -hmm. not is when Rockstar released GTA and when they released mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2. Those are the only two years of the past decade, I'm pretty sure, that Call of Duty yeah. was the most sold individual video game. But now you're right. You've got Warzone. It's incredibly popular. Are you just going to scrap it and then make everybody right. move to another Battle Royale? I don't see them doing yeah. it. I don't see them doing it, man. Warzone's in too good of a position right now. I don't I don't think they could take a risk and just make another battle royale because if that's a flop, wow, you just ruined a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be so brutal to take all this positive momentum you have from the game right now and just completely shift it. Yeah. Next up that's, is uh... Black Ops, right? I believe so. I think I saw that on Twitter that the next one is Blackout. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's something about the Cold War. It could be... I, they might be focusing more on zombies here. Zombies? I 
I would love that. I mi uh, I, I'm telling you, man, if they make a Call of Duty with, with zombies, with a battle royale, a multiplayer, a campaign, man, they could they could have a really, really played Call of Duty. I would love, you know, I would even love, I don't even know if you could do this, but some sort of zombie and battle royale collab Ooh. slash crossover, like, like you have nine, you have a hundred people on an island and zombies chase you and the last one to survive wins, something like that, man. I'm telling you, you know, something like that could be awesome. That'd be sick. Fortnite had something like that with the fiends. And yeah. Not the same concept and it wasn't really well loved, but framing it more as a survival. The problem was having to take down players while also being attacked by these random. Right. That was players. the issue is. Is your goal was to fight the players, but the zombies were almost just a distraction. I think I think if you made a like a zombie battle royale for like I couldn't. I actually now I'm thinking about that man. If you just add all the good zombie maps together and it's just a one big battle royale map, man, that would be that would be so cool. Somebody from Activision is listening to this. Like I know, right? They're on. Yeah, I'm thinking of something. <laughs> no, that would, awesome. I would play the crap out of that can you imagine because that's kind of what they did for warzone is they included all these iconic locations from call of duty you have a mm -hmm. ton of from from all the old zombies a zombie survival battle royale where you might be able to like you, you probably can't kill other players but you can like slow them down some way yeah like um so there was a thing in black ops 2 where it was a, it was a mode called grief and you could 2v2 people and basically when you would kill zombies this little like piece of meat would spawn and you could just grab it and you could throw it on a player and it would be like a little gas like animation and it would be stuck to them for 30 like 30 seconds and all of the zombies would just chase that person but i totally agree if you could set up like some sort of like booby traps to, like maybe slow a player down or something like that that would be yeah that'd be awesome yeah, like Claymore flashbangs or something like that, where they run yeah. and it just hits right. you with a flashbang. Yep, exactly. And I'm into this game. I want, I want this to happen. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. Maybe like have a leaderboard for like something. Like I'm, I'm telling you, people love leaderboards. That's one oh, thing I love. At least I, I love competing for a leaderboard. I love to see some sort of progression. I love to see you know what the top players are doing. It's just, it's just really nice. I love it. Absolutely. Having some sort of competitive aspect to it is crucial. And it's something that uh, I think Battle Royale is a tough place with it, especially with like competitive, like how do you score the events has mm -hmm. always been a pretty tough question. Um, right. Where is, where is uh, Fortnite at with the scoring? I have fallen off a little bit on following Fortnite esports ever since the World Cup. Are they still doing the the eliminations with points for placement? Yeah, so they're still the format kind of changed uh, with this solo tournament that's going right on right now. It's basically like I guess the points are more just like accurate in a sense, or like they're like what was it? It was like before it was like one point per kill, and then like every like I don't know like twenty fifth was like three points, fifteenth yeah. was three points. It's more like you get points for almost every placement. Now it's just more accurate. Uh, and each kill is like four points. So, you know, you, now you'll get like one point for 75th, one point for 65th, one point for 60th. It, it's just more scaled in a sense um, to be more, um, what's it called? To be more consistent. There we go. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Cause that was one of the yeah. biggest issues was that it was like, okay, here's, you have to hold on. You have to basically just camp until you reach these benchmarks of placement 
and you right. end the final circle with 35 people because they're all just trying to to hold exactly off yeah i just it's it's just not the way to go so i'm glad they're uh they're working on different formats and stuff like that for the future definitely so to be conscious of your time we've already ran over 20 minutes i want to ask one final thing and talk a little bit about aim assist it's a mm-hmm. debate that just doesn't seem to go away unfortunately yeah there's it's not going away and now we're in a new saga. So for people who aren't familiar, Aim Assist is just an automated function. It's designed to lower the gap between people playing with a controller and the added precision of using a mouse and keyboard, generally snapping on to moving targets. That's the very simplified explanation. Can you lay out what the current debate is this week? I've seen a lot of tweets about it again. What's been the recent change development in, in the Aim Assist debate? So... um. In the aim assist world, um, it's usually mouse and keyboard players that are not happy with it. Obviously, they're not; they don't have it. They kind of feel like they're at an unfair uh, disadvantage. So, um, the issue is not aim assist in general. It's aim assist um, on PC. So, if you're using a controller on a PC, uh, you're getting you're getting aim assist, but you're getting it at 240 hertz. So, it, it it's a little bit. Sh- stronger it's actually a lot stronger uh it's really powerful um and mainly people are complaining about the type of uh aim assist you can use so you can use right now you can use exponential or you can use linear basically linear is just really like if you're in a box like if you're up close with somebody it's very strong um if i'm aiming at someone and they jump my my aim will actually start to pull up by itself and track that player on its own which is kind of nuts. Um, you don't really see that in a lot of other games. Like I, I've never had that in Call of Duty, really. Um, but I think the reason it's so strong is because uh, Epic or Fortnite tries to make it so controller players can keep up with mouse and keyboard players. Because obviously, at the end of the day, if you took away aim assist, mouse and keyboard players are going to destroy. Um, they, they have every other advantage besides aim assist. So I think Fortnite tries using aim assist as that bridge so that controller players can compete with uh, mouse and keyboard and in Fortnite is all for the people man they're all about fairness and you know with the recent addition of adding tournaments for console and mobile i mean mobile that's insane and they have the same prize pool as the rest of us um so i think Fortnite needs to rework it maybe i i personally do think that it that it is pretty strong right now um i don't think it needs i mean i think it needs a small nerf but i think what it mainly needs is a rework um, and I think they need to start adding in some different mechanics in the game that controller players, you know, have issues with. Like right now we have to, we have to toggle through all of our inventory. So we have to go through each inventory one by one to get to the, to the certain item we want to use, where if you're on mouse and keyboard, you can just click one key and it takes you right to that. You know, if they could create some sort of like, uh, like controller binding for that to where we could just click like, you know, maybe a combination of two buttons and it would just take us right to that thing that's that's taking us another step forward so i think they just need to add little things like that and you know maybe rework the aim assist and find you know an equal balance you know at the end of the day man if mouse and keyboard is you know the more dominant uh input it's it's it should be like that if it's realistically the better input i think it should be like that and um you know players do have the option you know i know pcs are not very easily affordable but um yeah, it's just a tough situation. That's what happens when you, you know, you cross 
PC and mouse and keyboard and controller and console. It's just a tough situation. Yeah, when you wanna when you wanna have cross platform play, which Fortnite does, you mentioned for the people making sure people can play with their friends no matter what console they're on, which is something so unique to Fortnite, where it's oh you're on a PS4 and you're on an Xbox and you're on PC. Well, you all can play together. That wasn't really a thing prior mm-hmm. to Fortnite really forcing the developers' hands or the the public not the publisher the the creators' hands, the Xbox Sony for, forcing them to to do that. So I definitely agree. It's they want it to be for the people. And I think mouse and keyboard people need to realize that, hey, if you're going to play a game with cross-platform, you're just going to be pub stomping everybody if you don't allow some things to happen for the controller players. Like that was esports entire history. It was mouse and keyboard players just dominating. And people would laugh if you tried to play uh, CSGO with a controller, right? That would just not be in the realm of possibility. And so I think mouse and keyboard people need to realize that we've had a very large advantage in this for a long time and giving some things to controller players, maybe aim assist is too strong right now, uh, but you got to be willing to, to give a little bit. Yeah. And that's the thing is a lot of these people are young and they're competitors and truthfully, they don't, they don't care about, you know, the competitive integrity of the game. Realistically, most of them just want to win. They want to win money. They want to do well. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a bit past that in my career. You know, I have I have a, a stream to like, you know, fall back on. But truthfully, I just play Fortnite tournaments for fun. And um like it's it's I've been completely fine and open to, you know, telling people that I do think that aim assist is uh, a little bit like overpowered right now. And I have no problem saying that. But there are a lot of, you know, competitors that are controller players that will, you know, they'll just say, Oh no, it's fair. When realistically, I mean, like I said, it's just them wanting to be competitive, them wanting to win and People aren't people aren't gonna want to you know root for something that they don't do or they don't use or that'll affect them in a negative way. So it's it's kind of unfortunate that it has to be like that. But I think really it's up to you know the more it's it's realistically I feel like up to the bigger streamers or people that care a little bit less um, about winning tournaments and stuff that are gonna be you know the people that are open about it. So yeah, and Fortnite's always catered to the general public more so exactly. Than- the competitive side that's just mm-hmm. their nature as a developer and where they place their priorities I'm not gonna say it's right or yeah. wrong necessarily but it can be frustrating from a competitive perspective for sure <laughs> um i could talk to you all day i just like chopping it up i, I love talking Fortnite with you uh yeah you gotta go you gotta stream to do so can you yes. plug your social channels your stream uh whatever you want to plug sweet yeah my uh my twitch is just twitch.tv forward slash aiden um been doing some charity streams recently play fortnite warzone world of warcraft play played a little bit of chess the other day we do a lot of my stream got an awesome community i love them uh, my twitter is just at aiden and if you want to find me on youtube i post videos every day you can just type in aiden a-y-d-a-n um on youtube and you will see my videos we do a lot of fortnite videos warzone we just chill pretty we've been doing challenge videos recently so that's been fun but um yeah that's pretty much it Awesome, awesome. I'll link all those social channels, his stream, his YouTube, in the description of this podcast, so go check it out. It's a great stream, one of the best controller players in Fortnite, and we'll mm-hmm. soon be bald coming up this Wednesday. Yes, I'm excited for that. You guys, guys, like I said, twitch.tv forward slash Aiden, you guys can see me shave my head on the 27th. 
Got to check it out. Got to check it out. I'll be yeah. sure to tweet this out again on the 27th. Make sure we can drive some people over to that stream. Watch you shave your head and hopefully donate to a great charity. Yeah, if you want to donate, download Shave the Day. It's on iOS and Android from Chic Extreme Playcrafting. And all money goes to St. Baldrick's Foundation uh, for research into preventing childhood cancer. Great cause. Great guy. Thanks for joining the show, Aiden. Thank you for having me, Mitch.